Hey folks, Sean here, and today what I want to talk to you about are the reasons behind Tesla's meteoric rise and subsequent fall in recent years from a product company perspective. So if you're unaware, things haven't been going well for Tesla as of recently. They've been steeply discounting their vehicles and their stock prices have been on a long, slow slide for the greater part of a year now. I want to talk about the reasons for that. And this might come as a surprise because we're all kind of used to seeing a lot of news about all the successful things Tesla has been doing. So I want to dive into some of the things that have been, I think, leading indicators into where they've wound up performance-wise at this point, because most people are expecting Tesla just to continue to rise. Now, there are any number of factors for that, but I've read a number of recent articles, like one from Business Insider, which, in my opinion, essentially knocks Tesla in an area which is the most damning, uh, if you ask someone like myself. And that's, they're considering Tesla to be essentially just another car company. I think that's the most insulting thing you can say to Tesla, or I should say the most damning thing you can say to them, and probably the worst case scenario for them and everything that they've been trying to avoid. And I'll explain what I mean. I think Tesla's original, essentially value proposition and a key part of it wasn't as much of being a car company. It was more of being a tech company. As in they were promising features you really couldn't get anywhere else. And that was part of the value and why consumers were buying it. They weren't just buying it because it was an electric car. You could still get electric cars from other companies, but the rise of Tesla was nowhere near like some of the other major automotive manufacturers. But where else were you going to get the cool self-driving tech and things like that? Where else were you going to get an electric car that performed better than a gas vehicle? These were things that Tesla had done and figured out that made their value proposition, in my opinion, a lot stronger, which enabled them to bring the electric vehicle as a viable option to the mass market, which was something that, in my opinion, previously had not been done. So Tesla gets a lot of credit for that, and I would consider them to have first mover advantage in this case, which is a huge deal. You end up, if you make the commitment and the investment there from a product company perspective, that can be very rewarding for you. And thus far it has been for Tesla, although recently they've continued to slide. So I wanna talk about what's changed since then because things seem to be going particularly well. I think there are two key things that have changed in terms of Tesla's trajectory, which has led to their more recent slide and why they've fallen off. And the first is that major automotive manufacturers have figured out how to become a tech company before Tesla's figured out how to become a car company. I wanna talk more about this one first. And that is that Tesla gets beat up by things like consumer reports all the time. People are constantly tearing apart their build quality, what the service experience is like, and a number of other things. Consumers complain about it a lot on the web as well too. So if you do a little bit of research on what Tesla ownership is actually like, it's not all sunshine and roses. That's a big difference and a real problem for Tesla because that means they're losing essentially what once was their competitive advantage. Other automotive manufacturers have seen the fact that the electric vehicle essentially is somewhat established on the mass market at this point, and they see an opportunity to capitalize on that because they have most of these other things figured out that Tesla still has yet to really uh, figure out. So the second thing that I want to mention is that Tesla in many ways has overpromised and underdelivered on some of the key features that made them so attractive, like for example, self-driving technology. Now, most of their customers would probably say that the self-driving technology has experience is nowhere near what it was once promised to be and it's been continually promised over and over again and the can kind of keeps getting kicked in terms of when that experience is ultimately coming available for the people that have invested in it already and they've invested real dollars and a lot of money it's been an expensive proposition for a while now but yet that experience really hasn't been delivered upon as such that creates another frustrating experience 
And at the same time, just like I mentioned previously, other automotive manufacturers are making big waves and a lot of progress in this area as well too. So Tesla seems to have kind of gotten out over its skis a bit in terms of what it thinks it was going to be capable of versus what it actually is. So what can we take away from this case study thus far for those of us involved in building product companies to make sure we don't fall into similar traps? Well, the first is be careful over-promising and under-delivering. If you're promising something from a product experience perspective to your customers that ultimately you're going to struggle to deliver on or you aren't sure whether or not you can, don't make that promise. You need to keep that until, from a solution design perspective, you have the level of confidence to state that it is something that you're ultimately going to be able to provide and by a certain period of time. Because if your customers are expecting it and they don't get it, especially if you're charging for it, which is something Tesla's been doing, that's gonna put you in a really bad situation and that's where Tesla finds itself today. And the second is, if you are lucky enough to have benefited from first mover advantage, you have to continue to innovate because if you aren't, other people are gonna have the opportunity to catch up. And that's exactly what's happened to Tesla so far. Ford, GM, and others have had the opportunity to catch them in the market because they've been able to figure out problems Tesla has yet to conquer. As such, that's made Tesla's life a lot more difficult and the competition that much more fierce. People have been educated and trained by Tesla because they've had this first mover advantage, which is expensive and time consuming, but that has benefited the other automotive manufacturers who have figured out how to catch up and deliver a better experience. So ironically, in this case, Tesla spent a lot of dollars and time educating the market and making promises that they have not been able to deliver on. But so far, it looks like some other automotive manufacturers have been able to get closer to those promises. So they're stealing their thunder a little bit here. So that's another huge risk and one of the reasons why Tesla struggled. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.